We're broadcasting live from the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro and at Dave's Fresh Marketplace. It's time to fire up the grill. We have waited too long. Let's get out there and Dave's has it all with a great meat sale. Everything from 86% lean ground beef patties to ribeye steak, marinated pork tenderloins, country style pork spare ribs. But when we think grilling, we think more than the usual New Jersey fresh romaine lettuces on sale. Yes, on the grill. Try it. It's amazing. And Backyard Farms on the Vine Cluster Tomatoes, SNF Chef Sauces, The Drinks, The Cheese, The Rolls, and Rhode Island's own Grace's Stuffies, too. Dave's Marketplace is right there for you to stock up for all of those parties, too. Graduations, Dave's Catering, and Dave's Prepared Foods. In the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Dave's is fresh. Dave's is familiar. Dave's is Rhode Island. AIDS Project Rhode Island provides services for those living with HIV and AIDS, along with educational activities to prevent further transmission of HIV. Join Nairobi and your neighbors for AIDS Run Walk for Life Saturday, June 1st at Roger Williams Park in Providence. Information is available at all Cardi's Furniture and Mattresses locations and at Cardi's.com. Registration starts at 8 a.m. The Run Walk event is at Roger Williams Park in Providence. Rain or shine. See you Saturday, June 1st. Are you hungry? Bruce, you're making us hungry. I am dining out. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. You're a food dude. I'm very happy to be here dining out with Bruce Newberry here in Rhode Island. That should be your name, the food dude. Hello again. Welcome to the Tastiest Talk Show on the radio. We are here in the Broadcast Bistro where we belong. At the end of the counter at the Blue Plate Diner. Now, when I think of a diner, I've always thought of a diner as being able to be moved. Have you ever thought about that? And so when this whole food truck phenomenon started, it was just sort of all rolling in together. Well, there are food trucks just by the flock or by the convoy today in uh, one of our areas, one of which specializes in whoopie pies. Now, is this... Your idea of a road trip, my idea of a road trip, an entire truck that has nothing but whoopie pies, gingerbread whoopie pies, apple caramel whoopie pies, pumpkin whoopie pies. There's a New England Patriots whoopie pie with red, white, and blue sprinkles. There's a Wenoli. In fact, it's called the Holy Wenoli. It's a whoopie pie. And a cannoli. If a whoopie pie and a cannoli got together, this is what would happen. It's uh, being called Boston's answer to the crow nut. Remember that. But they decided that they wanted to just, uh, well, sometimes these things catch on themselves. And the winoli caught on by itself. Please tell me you have winolis. So the whoopie wagon, as it's known... Is that is that what it's known as? I thought it was called the Whoopi, the Whoopi. Yeah, it's called the Whoopi wagon. Okay, Whoopi wagon. I guess that's how you'd pronounce it. Anyway, it is as we speak, sitting out at Fort Adams in Newport, Newport, Rhode Island, along with thirty other trucks, at the food truck festival, which is getting underway at this hour. We're have a report from the food truck festival momentarily, but back here at the Blue Plate Diner, which does not move, it gives that impression, but it does not actually move. 
and uh, people move in and out, but then settle in to the wide booths and uh, have a great, great, well, mini vacation. It's almost to that time of the year where you have that hour or two vacation by coming to the diner. And uh, on this graduation weekend for so many, well, it's a great way to get things started. And that's what I did today. On the all-day brunch menu, I turned to the kicked-up pancakes and French toast section and had the meat lover's pancake. Now, I am I am always, always a fan of the blue plate pancakes. They're so fluffy. They're so big. Just so good. And I... I'm always kind of undecided as to what to have with my pancake. Should I have bacon? Should I have a side of scramble? What should I have? Well, the meat lovers makes up your decision and makes your mind up for you. Chunks of sausage and bacon in the pancake with maple butter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I did it. I completed it. I seen my duty and I done it. And... Very, very happy indeed, as is everybody else here. Uh, another Vermont car in the lot here today. We're well on our way to world domination. <laughs> that's uh, that's Ted's idea. Ted's going to join me in a minute. And Ted says, I want this parking lot filled with green license plates and Je me souviens license plates. So this is our quest for the season here at the Blue Plate Diner. We're in Middletown, Rhode Island today, by the way, at the great Blue Plate Diner, the finer diner, classic diner, and uh, having a wonderful time. So, as you know, here at the Blue Plate, there is an all-day brunch menu, including a whole section of Benedicts. And most of those Benedicts have Hollandaise. There are other items and other places that we talk about that have Bernays. So our question du jour today, which you can't Google is what's the difference between Hollandaise and Bernays? Hmm? You can email me, bruce at brucenewberry.com. See, this is a, the challenge today. You have to make these questions Google-proof. And we do an admirable job here. Now, one of those is one of the five mother sauces. The other is what's called a child of the mother sauce. And if that may give you a clue, well, I don't know. We take our culinary very seriously here. So today, as I mentioned, we're going to uh, check in with the Food Truck Festival in uh, Newport, Rhode Island. We'll check in with Janet, who is organizing this whole thing. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit. Well, you know, we, we're talking about food trucks all over the place because we're going to talk about the Arts Riot food truck. Now, that whole food truck extravaganza got underway last night in downtown Burlington, Vermont. And we're going to do a wine tasting with a local beverage that we're going to talk in detail about. It is Granny Squibb's iced tea. It's organic iced tea. And it has a lot going on. And there's a lot of iced tea news we're going to talk about. So we're going to do a little wine tasting. We'll, we'll taste the iced tea and describe it the way that we would a wine tasting. So we'll get to that in just a couple of minutes as well. But uh, this past week, was it this past week? No, it was last week, that the James Beard Awards were all handed out. And now all of the award-winning chefs are getting interviewed in the food press and in the Wall Street Journal and places like that. 
and they're getting asked a lot of the same questions. They're getting asked, uh, you know, what's the what's the secret? How is dining changed and and stuff like that? So I said, you know, how would just a a chef that knows what's going on and uh, knows his stuff? How would how would a chef like oh I don't know say Ted Caruso say answer those award winning this is a loaded loaded interview I think not at all <laughs> not at all because I'm I'm reading this interview and this interview was with uh, James Beard winner Michael Chimarusti who has a restaurant in Los Angeles that's named Providence oh nice yeah and he is actually from the Boston area I interviewed him several years ago and he's from Norwood or somewhere like yep. that in the suburbs of Boston so he knows New England seafood he comes back in vacations uh, in Martha's Vineyard and places like that and a well-regarded chef I guess he has been nominated just a bunch of different times a half a dozen times something like that and this is the first time he won he won the best chef in the West he won the same award that the two chefs from Providence were nominated for yep. in, in their own area. And he's a good guy. He's, uh, he runs a restaurant that specializes in seafood, uh, and he's a sustainability guy. Uh, so he doesn't do, to his credit, he, he's not bringing Maine lobster to California. Okay. You know, so I thought I would just So add, he's cooking regionally, right? Something that's been going on for 40 yes. years. Yes. And he, uh, he, uh, he knows his stuff, and he's a he's a good guy. So, they, um, so uh, Forbes actually okay. interviewed him. So it wasn't a food food-related magazine, thing, okay? Right. So there's a couple of questions here, and as I'm reading the interview, I'm like, you know, Ted would answer these questions. Oh boy! In a uh, in, in a very uh, a very forthright manner. So I thought I'd just toss a couple of questions um, out to you here this morning. So here we are. This is the uh, this is the uh, award-winning interview. Oh boy! Oh <laughs> with, boy! With Ted Caruso's, we'll call it a participation trophy. Yeah, let's do right? that, would you? Okay. So the that's particip- the norm now, isn't it? Exactly. You, everybody you, you gets get a part- just for showing up. You get just, participation. So. Just for coming in. This is uh, to make everybody feel good today. So let me start with this. How <laughs> how do you feel about a chef, the chef profession, and being a chef now being a competitive sport? Well. That's interesting, right? So I think now things have caught up. I guess the media have caught up with what it's always been in in the first place. I think it's always been a competitive sport. I think the best chefs in the world are always trying to outdo each other. They're great imitators. They like to borrow from what is working and what isn't. I think they, they are tough mentally and physically because it's a physically tough business. I think the, the real true chefs versus the cooks are mentally tough because they look at opportunities in the marketplace to bring out something that will give them that little bit of edge, right? So I'll give you an example. I was watching Anthony Bourdain, God rest his soul, yeah. um, a good family friend of my dad's for years. Oh, no um, kidding. Yep, and uh, he was he had done the, the Mecca return to France to Bo- uh, Paul Bocuse restaurant, sure. and they were looking and they had like the meal of a lifetime, he called it. And it was all foods. I mean, this guy is the best chef of the century, right? Best chef in the world in, for 100 years, if that's even possible. And it's because so many people have trained under him. And he's been to Johnson & Wales as a he visiting chef, times. and he's yes. been here multiple times. But long story short, if you look at the food that was done then versus what's done now, the whole pig coming out, the whole boar, the whole this, it's 
that was the competitive edge, right? I mean, that was classical cuisine done, and then it's separated table side and services now encumbered, sure. encompassing part of the experience and all this stuff. And I say to myself, wow, those were the days when service was just as equally important as food presentation for the experience to be worthwhile and worthy. And then I said, wow, I was watching with my kids. And I'm like, look, at that's what was going on uh, um, 50 years ago. And at the Seafair, it was going on 35 years ago, right up the street here. Right. And that's no longer, that's a dead art form. It no longer is done. There are some restaurants, to their credit, like Capriccio's, but even they have morphed over time to be able to give the customer what they want, which is a great dining experience, sometimes a little bit quicker, sometimes a little bit, you know, and then you've got Brennan's, which I know of in, in sure, New Orleans, really, which sure. is classic, and they don't change. So my point is, I guess in a roundabout way, chefs are always looking for the next best thing, and it doesn't necessarily have to be innovative, meaning new and never done before, like robots and AI in the kitchen right. and all this other stuff. You can go back to your history and to your roots and say, what used to work and why did it work? How can I differentiate myself and how can I bring that full circle? The big thing the past 15 years have always been this molecular gastronomy, right? which is really, I mean, cooking is chemistry. Of course. But now they take it down to another art form or level where they use micro tweezers to kind of put parsley on or, or microgreens. And I'm not diminishing it. Okay. That's an extraordinary talent that I wish I had. Um, but however, is that for everyone? And that's the level of competition that has uh, done so much so that people now are removed from what they're eating. Yes. You're making a, a, a fume, a, like a, a smoked smell, if you will, out of something that is probably not all, I mean, it's natural, but how do you encapsulate that, right? I mean, it has nothing to do with right, what's on the plate. Right, right, like a smoked fume pillow. What the hell right. is that? I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, I shouldn't use that. What the heck is that? Right? It just makes your salmon taste smoked as you're putting it in your mouth. Kind of like, you ever play that trick when you're grabbing something to drink and you think it's Coca-Cola and you bring it up to your nose and you go to drink it real quick and it's all of a sudden it's root beer, but right. your brain thought it was Coca-Cola. Right. That's the game that they play, and that's only uh, like the one point one of the 1% mm -hmm. uh, know how to do that and play that. But that's that next level, right? And those are 1000 bucks ahead. It is, and you, but I, I get your point. So true. It's always been competitive, and you are always as good as your last meal. And what the guy that you look up to what yeah. his or her last meal yep. was. And once upon a time, it was please, right? I mean, restaurant people, whether we like it or not, we're in the business of trying to please people. Problem is sometimes we can't because we're not understanding what they want or we don't want to sacrifice what they want for what we want, which is um, a, 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 an exemplary product. Some people want sure. vanilla. And how many times do we talk about vanilla versus French vanilla, right? Mm -hmm. And so that that's the, 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 the question. Hang on to that yeah. a moment because it's time that we talked about the blue plate for a moment, <laughs> the finer diner. And uh, we uh, want to invite everyone. It's graduation weekend, yep. uh, the first of several, I guess, and Memorial Day is coming. And so it begins the next three weeks. This is it. And uh, the, the booths are all packed. Families are getting together this weekend. Yep. And this is the place to be. And it's going to be like this for the next couple of weeks. What do we have going on? So we've got a, a lot of great things. Uh, first week in June, we'll be having a, a new menu rolling out. Nice. Uh, it'll feature a lot more seafood since, you know, we're, everybody's trying to get in on, I don't want to say the band, band Bandwagon, right? But you know, you can't be a local restaurant in, in, uh, in the Newport area in Rhode Island without having uh, uh, more seafood to choose from. For so, sure. So we're, we'll be having a, a larger seafood selection, which we're looking forward to. Uh, we're watching it very closely because some of it we have to price at market. But we'll have like lobster grilled cheese uh, with brie and, and a citrus aioli, which is uh, outstanding. Uh, we'll be having fried scallops, uh, whole belly clams. 
Um, uh, so we're, uh, fishermen's platters. So we're looking forward to that. Some fritters, lobster fritters, make a great lobster fritter with the clam chowders coming back. Nice. Lighter fare. Um, we'll be having some lighter fare. Is Judge Gourmet Judy going to come salad. and try your clam I don't chowder? know. I don't know. I wish, if Jay, if you're listening, I'd love to see you. Uh, I'm a big fan, big fan. Always have go. been. So, but anyways, uh, well, well, you never know. You never know who you'll be eating next to. Uh, certainly, I mean, I'm not saying the blue plate, but certainly being in Newport uh, with such a mecca. So and many people. All, all these fancy pants no coming question. to town. So you just For don't sure. know who you're dealing and, with. And our neighbors now. Yeah, the, exactly. Uh, it was in the news the other day that Judge Judy uh, was out and she's a new resident and a new neighbor in Newport, and she was kind of uh, out on the town, and she chose a particular nice. place for its chowder. Nice. So. I'd hate to mess up on, on her watch. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's somebody that you don't want to. <laughs> Judge Judy's out front. Yikes. The Blue Plate Diner, the Finder Diner at 665 West Main Road in Middletown. We are here seven days a week, and we're at our usual place at the end of the counter in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. And that's how we became friends. But 10 years later, Dan finally shared his recipe for that Little Necks clam sauce. It has fresh mushrooms, baby shrimp, has regular shrimp, charisse, which is a big part of it. So known throughout the East, it yeah. makes it pop. And the Northern Exposure is one of our weekend special board specials right on our menu regularly. Ask for the Northern Exposure with a little story on the side at Perella's Restaurante, 311 Medicom Avenue. In Warren, Rhode Island, 401 245 Make sure you mention you heard Bruce Newberry talking about Perella's Restaurante. A music tradition continues on WADK every Sunday morning as I bring you the music of Ireland. I'm Rick Kelly. Tune in at 8 every Sunday on 1540 AM for the best in traditional and contemporary Irish music. The Irish Hour, Sunday mornings at 8. Here in Rhode Island, we have a long history with cooperatives, from farm co-ops, shellfish co-ops, to education co-ops. Hi, I'm Ellen Ford, President and CEO of People's Credit Union, one of the oldest banking cooperatives in Rhode Island. A co-op involves many people working toward a common goal, And at People's Credit Union, we will work with you to provide solutions for your family's financial success. If you're looking for a banking partner, People's has it all. Why? Because at People's Credit Union, we think of you as family. Check us out at peoplescu.com. Member NCUA. I'm Tiffany Faison, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. We are here at the end of the counter here in the broadcast bistro at the Blue Plate Diner and uh, talking with Ted Carusis. And uh, we're talking with Ted, and, and Ted is uh, doing the award winning interview here today. <laughs> the uh, interview for the culinary award that, uh, you know what, you're as good as. Uh, you're as good as in a subject for this as anybody else. Oh, well, you're very kind Not and gracious. You Thank you. Stuff. All right, so the next question that uh, the, the chef got asked was, what about people photographing the food? What about people photographing the food and putting it on Instagram? Are we now cooking for Instagram? So it's funny that you say that. So for years, first of all, the answer is you're always cooking for Instagram because everybody's eyes uh, 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 matter. 
Um, and the reality is just with a camera, you're just spreading it faster than usual. That's all. Instead of word of mouth, it's now a, a photo. And a photo is worth a thousand words. Mm -hmm. So the reality is, um, and always, always, it's funny, we never listen to our parents when, they're, when we're growing up, That's right? True. Until we're parents ourselves. <laughs> My father used to say, you must always cook. People eat with their eyes. So make sure the food looks right. Make sure it looks fresh. Make sure it looks vibrant. And, and appropriate. And it's funny that you say that because my father used to say that all the time. Having said that, I've always tried to grow up with the intent that you people eat with their eyes and you should make sure that you're you're representing that yourself and the product in light and in the way that it should be presented. Sure. So I think one of the inter one of the ways that it might be different today and they bring this out in the chef interview is that the Instagram crowd is not grounded in much of anything other than Instagram. So they may be making comparisons. And in other words, they're photographing your food or putting your food on Instagram. And someone may be saying, well, how come it doesn't look like that? Right. So-and-so in New Orleans or in right. Paris or wherever. Right. Interesting. So um, um, I don't know. Everybody's got their own style. So right. if anything, Instagram is bringing people's styles closer to blend. Like I always look at a sedan, right? I look at a sedan and I go, with all of the technology and the drag coefficients, all this craziness, every sedan looks almost exactly the same. All the, the cars same, look the same. Right? And that's because they use shared technology to get them to get them the lowest drag. Having said that, the same can go with Instagram and food. Over time, we meld and mix and, and kind of copycat. Like I said, we innovate, yes, but more importantly, we kind of look at historical perspective and say, does this apply to today's customer? Will they buy it? Will they like it? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, a lot of, remember when the years when it used to be the Nouvelle Cuisine and everything was small little portions sure. of French food and you say, you eat everything, it looks like an appetizer and you're still hungry. <laughs> where's the, the dinner? Right, where's the dinner? But the difference was you ate eight or nine courses of those and over time you digested it and you ate healthier. Right. That's something. Now they have what they call these digestation menus, yes, right? Yes. Which means to digest. So, and it's the same thing. You eat course after course after course. Right. And, and those in the fancy, fancy, fancy. After places. a while, yeah. yeah. And, and, and all of that stuff. All right. So they always ask these chefs, oh, where are your favorite places to eat? And so-and-so and such and such a place right and, now. And they always want simple places. Oh, right. Is that not That's the case? true. Yes, it's true. Let's see what he said. The he fanciest said, chefs always eat the simplest, well-prepared food. It's so true. And that this guy is out in Los Angeles, and he recommends a pizza place. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. You because go. you don't want to cook the stuff that you uh, – you don't want to eat the stuff you cook all day long. But let me uh, let me ask you this. Now, we're uh, – of course, we're on uh, – in Burlington, we're on in Vermont, we're on in Montreal. And okay. you visited Montreal Love not long ago. Love Montreal. Tell us a place that you ate. Uh, that you, that oh, you, it's you called remember. Le Jardin, which means the garden. Yes. It's an old facade building, but you go inside and it's empty courtyard. And it's all outdoors with beautiful canapes. It seats like 600 people, but you oh, would wow. never guess it. It's extraordinarily good food. Um, what was the food? Was it um, traditional? Well, you know, of course, you have the poutine. Everybody uh, does poutine. Right? Everybody does it, but they did, did it very, very well. And it was, I hate to say, kind of Americanized, because everything when you go in a tourist area is Americanized, True. right? Kind of. So this, was in, this wasn't in the old section? No, it was in the viewport. Oh, it was in the old Montreal? Yeah, oh, in the okay. viewport. But, of course, it's got 600 seats to fill. So, of course, um, you kind of, not slim it down, but you have to appeal to the masses. Yeah, it was yeah. very, very good. It was very, very good. Uh, but it was more the ambiance, I think, than everything else that was great um, and, and nice. Um, but... Uh, and then there's some great, I mean, obviously Ben and Jerry's ice cream is extraordinary. They're local, of organic, course. and all that other fun stuff. But uh, um, up in Vermont, 
of course. Well, we have uh, we have the food truck phenomenon going on uh, there as well as here. We've got 31 food trucks over in Newport today, oh, wow. and they started the food truck festival in Burlington last night. Yeah, uh, there's trucks every night out on Pine, and uh, including the the arts. Uh, Arts truck, which has a reputation of its own. And it's funny, I said at the top of the show, I've always, since I was little, I always would see a diner, you know, yep. a classic diner like yep. you have, all chrome and silver and traditional and everything. And I always had the impression that it could move. And right. so in the old days, they used to be, moving, right. right? They used to be on the back of a carriage. While you ate, though. Oh, yeah. Well, that's good. It's a little. You get motion sickness. But I, I always, you know, I always make that connection between diners and, and the, the original, food The original food truck, original. if you will. Can I, can I say something about those well, food, the food trucks? So I think it's an extraordinary idea on multiple fronts. And I'll tell you why. Um, and I don't know how what we are on time, but I'll make it quick. Plenty. The, Go right on, ahead. On the first front, a food truck is extraordinary from the perspective of the restaurateur because it allows you to be hyper-focused because you have limited space. So you have to come up with a specialty. So this specialty, because of the limited space, should be extraordinary. And once it becomes extraordinary, you become known for it. And then all of a sudden, it forces the chef to be very, very good on either a technique or an item or something. And then people will suit you out. They'll, they'll search you for True. you. Now, the reality is, once you do a really good job with it, the next, next, next incarnation is you want to become a restaurant, a bricks and mortar. When you do that, now you're, you're riddled with multiple problems biggest one being you have a big footprint that you need to make sure as a businessman you can accommodate. So what do you do? You increase your scope, you get larger uh, menu items, you get uh, more costly, it becomes less profitable. But it's always less profitable when you're trying to grow your business, right? Until you finally hit a, a point where you're a little bit more mature and established and, and you know, you, you got your firing on all cylinders. So I'm all for the food truck phenomenon because it forces a chef to really specialize, hone in on what they do well, do it profitably, experiment. I mean, yes, I've always said definitely. people are much more apt to take a risk at six, seven, eight bucks than they are at 28. Sure. So, you know, you don't have to offer a ton of different items to, to, to really kind of take off on that. So I think that's a very, very critical Interesting thing. Interesting on both sides because yeah. you're not risking a lot as a business person to put out an item that's going to retail out at, at six or eight dollars. Right. And then for us on the other side of you the window, for, we for can cheap. try it and or res relatively we're not making cheap. an investment. Right, right. So you experiment. Point. So, so I think that's a that's a great thing that hopefully some people are onto. I, I really wish you know listen to your customers when they say um, you know to get feedback, but stay true to yourself and recognize that you know you can obviously stay true to yourself at a, at a smaller price point when you have a, a less expensive uh, a footprint. So uh, you can be experiment and cutting edge and stuff. Uh, so I, I wish them all good luck. I think it's not a it's not a phenomenon. It's here to stay. Oh, I it's think not so. A, it's not. I a think so. It's matured. Yeah. And we've uh, had some great discussions about the food truck industry, and it's uh, it's an interesting thing that it, I agree with you. It is still going on, and it has uh, changed. And I think settled in and become a, a very very welcome part, an adjunct, a complement yep. to what else is going on on Restaurant Row. Tremendous. Always good stuff from Thank Ted Carusis. <laughs> All right, you, my friend. Congratulations on that award. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> showed up. Yeah, you showed up. The participation trophy here on the uh, Tastiest Talk Show on the radio. So what is the cutting-edge cuisine? Well, according to uh, some cutting-edge restaurateurs, it's Portuguese. Well, the Gaspar family says 
welcome to our world. It only took 95 years for you to figure this out. Gaspar is the Portuguese sausage that uh, is on the cutting edge, that is comfort food, that is part of so many recipes, that is just so great, and especially on the grill. Yes, it's time to get sizzling. It's the best time of the year. Get that grill good and hot and get the gas bars going. This weekend is the weekend. We've got the nice weather. We've got a reason to celebrate. Hey, the nice weather alone would be that reason, but we've got the graduations and the celebrations and the commemorations, and uh, that means getting together over the grill. Remember to pick up some gas bars. It is just a welcome guest at your next cookout. Available at all major supermarkets like the ones I broadcast from gas bars, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. We're live here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We're here at the Blue Plate Diner, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Hi, my name's Rick Sylvia. I'm the specialty food buyer here at Dave's Marketplace. Our job is to go out and find those healthy items for our customers. One of the largest growing trends is gluten-free items. So here at Dave's Marketplace, what we've done is We've gone out and found as many of those items as possible for our customers. They have to be gluten-free. One of the reasons I love Dave's is because you have so many things that I can eat. We've increased the uh, number of non-GMO items every week in our stores. The old saying goes, music is the food of love. If you're a music lover, Robert's Music R.I. is the place you should be. If you've rediscovered your music, if you're a professional, if you have a music student in your home, you and they will love Robert's Music. Instruments, rentals, repairs, supplies, lessons, 18 teachers specializing in the instruments they teach. Music educators rely on Robert's. So can you. RobertsMusicRI.com Robert's Musical Instruments in the Quaker Valley Mall. Well, we've got a sizzling grill here, and yours will be sizzling before long at your broadcast bistro, and I hope that somewhere in that cookout this weekend you're going to include some gas bars because nothing says good times like gas bars, linguiça and chorizo sizzling hot on your grill. It's summertime because the gas bar family knows how to make these amazing sausages seasoned just right, made with lean cuts of quality meats. Has been since 1923 in southern New England. So simple, just slice gas bars, linguiça or chorizo in half lengthwise, get them going on a good hot grill, serve on a great roll, there's Gaspar's Linguisa. It's hearty. Gaspar's Chorizo. It's hot. Linguisa dogs, Chorizo dogs, Andouille sausage, turkey linguisa, kielbasa. Build a whole cookout around Gaspar's. And so many families do and don't even think of having a clam bake or clam boil without Gaspar's. The Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Did you know that nicotine and e-cigarettes and any tobacco products can harm brain development? It's a fact. Brains keep growing until our mid-20s, and nicotine can have long-term effects on mood, attention, impulse control, learning, and even memory. Did you know that nicotine can hotwire the brain for tobacco, alcohol, or other drug addictions, too? Learn the facts about teen e-cig use at health.ri.gov slash hooks like tobacco. Sponsored by Rhode Island Department of Health and the Rhode Island Broadcasters Association. Hey, Rhode Island, don't forget to bring your unwanted household goods, clothes, kitchenware, toys, and shoes to the Planet Aid Donation Center. Located at One Mile Corner at 533 Broadway in Newport. Open Monday through Saturday from 9 till 5. Sunday from 10 till 2. Their attendance will help you unload. Please don't leave anything outside or now you can get curbside pickup. Call Chris at 732-259-7943. Planet Aid is a nonprofit organization dedicated to the environment and to funding worldwide development projects for the poor. Food dude. 
Hey, this is Emeril Lagasse. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Bam! You know that chef who was talking about the way that he dines out and he chose a pizza place? Well, if he was around the Newport area and he wandered into Imbriglio's next to Sardella's in Newport, well, he might, he might up his pizza game a little bit because it is authentic Napolitana-style pizzas honoring the Imbriglio family baking business that goes all the way back to 1890. And Richard Sardella's grandfather, Ricardo Imbriglio, knew his stuff. So did all of the kids. And the kids and everybody has a pizza named after them, all the family. How about the Angelina? This is a Parma-influenced pizza, Parma prosciutto and arugula and Parmigiano-Reggiano and extra virgin olive oil. It's right there at Sardella's at 30 Memorial Boulevard West in Newport, Newport, Rhode Island. We're here in the Broadcast Bistro here at the Blue Plate Diner. The trucks are warmed up and ready to go. Let us check in with the Food Truck Festival. It is going on. Oh, this is going to be fun. The Food Truck Festival, the Newport Food Truck and Craft Beer Festival to Fort Adams. Here to talk about it from the Food Truck Festival is our friend Janet Prensky. Janet, how are you? Oh, Bruce, I am well, and that talk of sun is really exciting me. I've heard about it. I, I've heard about the sun, but it's been so long I've kind of forgotten. It's a rumor, yes. Keep it under your hat. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> Hey, this well, we're is... looking forward to a great weekend, though, Bruce. Let's go. Yes, indeed. And, hey, how many food trucks are going to be out there? You know, Bruce, this is one of our largest festivals. We are a, uh, a touring festival company out of Massachusetts. We normally have about 25 trucks at our festivals. And here in Newport, we're having 31 trucks. Whoa. Because the – well, you know what? We've discovered that Newport is a, really gets it from a foodie perspective and a craft beer perspective. The site – Fort Adams is so magnificent, as anyone who's ever visited knows, and it has a lot of room, and we thought, let's make this one of our biggest and best festivals, so we're bringing in 31 trucks from everywhere, from right here locally in the Newport and or Providence area, to Massachusetts, to New Hampshire. We even have a truck driving in from Rochester, New York. Oh, everyone wants to be in Newport. Everybody wants to be in Newport, no question. <laughs> well, talk about some of the, so, talk about some of the big names trucks that are coming in that maybe we've heard yep. about. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing some yep. great names on this list here, but I'll follow your lead. Who do we look for? Absolutely. Well, locally, uh, we are, uh, and I'm sure you feel the same way, uh, we feel that the Gotta Q barbecue truck oh, out yes. of Rhode Island is, first of all, he did win, as many will know, Mobile Cuisine's best barbecue truck in the country. Mm-hmm. So this is, a, this is a, he's a player, no doubt about it. Frisky Fries, uh, you and I have discussed this, Bruce. This is the reason why my girlish figure is no no longer so girlish. <laughs> they are a wonderful truck, uh, but you know it's just an amazing product, and oh, people man. come from far and wide for Frisky Fries. But we'll have everything under the sun. We have waffles, a uh, macaroon, which is the truck coming all the way from Rochester, New York, does a lobster mac and cheese that will make you weep. Oh, it is so delicious. Oh, I know. I'm going to make you crazy. Of course, we'll have grilled cheese. We'll have plenty of lobster rolls. 
Uh, there's a new truck coming in, Hometown Pokey. Now, I don't know if you're a, a Pokey fan, which oh, is, yeah. it is delicious, and I'm a big fan. It's like a sashimi for those who are not aware. And uh, we just, we really try to do a mix of every type of cuisine out there. We're even bringing, many may have heard of Kowloon's, yes. which is a very famous restaurant north of Boston. This is their first uh, venture with us at a food truck festival. They started a truck this year, so you can look forward to the great Kowloon spring rolls and oh, dumplings. Man. It's just going to be, I mean, it is a culinary extravaganza. It really is. Dieting is just not allowed, and I say cue the stretchy pants. No question. You know what? Right. And look, there's right. one time when you can just uh, go and indulge in all of that stuff. So this is going to be exactly. a lot of fun. Wow, 31 trucks at Fort Adams yep. at the 30. Newport Food Truck and Craft Beer Festival. Let's talk craft beers for a minute or two here. Absolutely. You know, I'll tell you what we do with the craft beers is, is somewhat similar to our strategy with the food trucks. We bring in some local crafters that are, are designed, you know, those people who live in Newport know of them and love them. But you know what? They may have heard of Ballast Point out of San Diego, but haven't had a chance to try Try it. So we mix in the locals you love, the regionals and nationals you may have heard about but haven't had a chance to taste, and we mix them all up. There'll be uh, about 65 different craft beers on tap for people to try, and there's just nothing better than sitting down with a craft beer by the ocean, as you know, at Fort Adams, with a nice macaroni and cheese or a grilled cheese sandwich, and you just make a day of it. Oh, yeah. I think that uh, that is the order <laughs> of the day, Jana, no question. Well, uh, give us the hours. Tell us uh, when everything gets underway yep. here. The event general admission begins at noon. There is a VIP hour, so there are no lines. You get special benefits like free water, free dessert. It's all on our website at foodtruckfestivalsofamerica.com. $10 at the door. You come in. You enjoy a, You know, go to whatever food truck you want. You purchase. And I will also recommend this, Bruce. Every food truck does a small, medium, and large item. I say grab that small item so you can graze the trucks, try many of them, and then if you want, go and get a large item to take home for dinner. But go small so you can try a lot of things. Sounds good to me. Coverage of the Newport Food Truck and Craft Beer Festival here all weekend long, and uh, hope we see you out there at Fort Adams. Janet Prensky, so great to talk to you on the radio. Likewise, Bruce. Always a pleasure. I thank you for having me on. Hey, we'll see you soon. Thanks very, very much indeed. And that that is a taste of what is going on at Fort Adams. Now, next hour, we're going to have the question. I don't know if we'll have the answer or not, but we'll at least have the question about the food truck with the signature dishes that kicked off the season last night downtown in Burlington, the Arts Riot food truck. So hang in for that. Our question du jour today is about the difference between hollandaise and bearnaise. Now, we have a whole Benny menu here at the Blue Plate Diner and uh, a lot of places that are doing a premium breakfast, do the same things, a variety of Benedicts and so forth. And most all of them have hollandaise. But what about this bearnaise? It makes a, a filet mignon. It certainly does. But what is the difference? Well, one has more ingredients than the other. They are not the same thing. And as I said, one is a one of the original five mother sauces that 
is taught in culinary education, the classic, classic culinary education, and the other is considered a a child. It, it actually is called in the text of the mother sauce part of the culinary uh, learning book there. <laughs> the culinary learning book? What does that even mean? Obviously, they're not teaching English at the culinary school. Good grief. The uh, one is considered to be a child of the mother sauce. So there we are. And I'll have the answer for you in just a little bit. But let me get to that. Uh, the tasting that we're going to do Next hour, we're going to talk with uh, our friend Kelly McShane, and also we're going to catch up with Olympic uh, Olympic champion Elizabeth Beisel, who is a great Olympic swimmer. And Elizabeth, as we speak, is at Dave's Marketplace in Wickford, in Wickford, Rhode Island, with a pop-up tea cafe with this made-in-Rhode-Island Granny Squibs iced tea. It's organic iced tea. It is refreshing. It just may be the drink of this summer. Available all over New England. It is available where you are, wherever you are within Sound of My Voice. And uh, we've got a couple of great bits of news about Granny Squibs. One, it's now available in cans, so so easy to take uh, to the camp, on the boat, wherever you are, in the backpack. And also, Granny Squibs iced tea is the official iced tea of the Newport Folk Festival. So as we speak... In Wickford, they are uh, doing not only some sampling of this great iced tea, but they're also doing some swag. And also, you may find yourself hanging on to a pair of tickets to the 2019 Newport Folk Festival. Are you ready for that? So what about this iced tea? Well, you say, well, iced tea is iced tea. Uh-uh. This is a quality product. And if we were to apply the wine-tasting techniques to this iced tea, it stands up very, very well. So I tasted the Sally's Lemon Sweetened version of Granny Squibb's iced tea. And it starts out very, very refreshing, chilled. It must be chilled. The sweetened, the sweetened version is sweetened with cane sugar, which really brings out the lively, leafy black tea. The unsweetened, to me, had a slight bitterness that may not be as appealing to some. I found that the sweetening from the cane sugar actually brought out the liveliness of the leafy black tea, but you get a good pronounced black tea flavor with grass notes, herbaceousness, even some ginger just from the tea leaves. Now, there is just a hint of mint in even the lemon, and it's all very, very well balanced with light lemon notes and just a very, very slight note of mint. If it were missing, you would notice it. It's very good acidity, which we say a lot about white wines. This means it goes very, very well with food. It is also very pleasing to the palate. The finish is not long. It is not cloying. It is not syrupy. It's just right. And you're refreshed. Granny Squibs, Sally's Lemon, sweetened iced tea. And there's your tasting. And go have yourself a taste today. Pick up some. We're going to talk with uh, Kelly McShane, and we'll talk with Elizabeth Beisel in the next hour about what is going on. My dear friend Edzio is cooking, and he's cooking at a place that you and I have spent some time at. Talk about that in a minute and uh, what else, whatever else we have going on here. 
But uh, let me remind you that you can have your favorite Panera treats delivered with Panera's small delivery. Yes, you can grab a strawberry poppy seed salad. You can get the the wonderful chicken frontega or your favorite sandwich on the sea salt focaccia with that bite of salt. So, so good. Or a smoothie or some green tea or whatever you like. It'll come right to your boat. It'll come right to your, your summer place. Just visit PaneraBread.com and it can all happen. The Panera Bread Bakery Cafe is owned and operated in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut by the Howley Bread Group. Now, Ted and I had a great chat, as we always do, and you can find more of my chats with Ted, as well as a bunch of other interesting conversations, some recent excerpts from the Dining Out Show on the Bruce Newberry Food Dude podcast. Just get it wherever you get your podcasts, iTunes, Anchor, wherever you happen to get them, Spotify, it is all brought to you by Gaspar's, the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. We're live here at the Blue Plate Diner here in Middletown, Middletown, Rhode Island. Tastiest talk show on the radio. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. For us parents, the end of the workday signals the beginning of our other full-time job the care and feeding of our family. When everybody comes home and everybody's hungry, you can smile when you hear those three little words, what's for dinner? Because you know you've got Gaspar's on hand. Gaspar's Linguisa and Chudis, an easy and delicious meal starring your family's favorite. Gaspar's is just what you and your family need after your hard day. Made with lean cuts of quality meats and authentic natural spices, Gaspar's lends a special flavor to so many of your family's favorites. Spaghetti, chili, pizza, sandwiches, omelets, baked beans, soups, so much more. Gaspar's comes in slices, franks, cocktail bites, and the traditional sausage. And Gaspar's linguisa and churis are readily available at all major supermarkets. For all the flavor with less fat and calories, try Gaspar's turkey linguisa and churis. Gaspar's for over 95 years. It's the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Dave's Marketplace is all about the food. People who love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who don't love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who appreciate value and people who appreciate values like honesty and respect. Respect for local growers and local businesses, local providers of better food. Dave's is all about the food. If you ask anyone who shops at Dave's Marketplace, even someone who's just shopped at Dave's once, they'll tell you they expect a little more from their supermarket. But be honest, do you know anyone who's shopped at Dave's Marketplace only once? Dave's Marketplace. Better food, better service, better people. Everyone who shops at Dave's has a favorite helpful Dave's associate that they love to brag about. Locally owned and operated since 1969. And Dave's is more than just food with Les Isle Rose, Dave's floral basket and gift shop next to Dave's Marketplace East Greenwich store. For us parents, the end of the workday signals the beginning of our other full-time job the care and feeding of our family. When everybody comes home and everybody's hungry, you can smile when you hear those three little words, what's for dinner? Because you know you've got Gaspar's on hand. Gaspar's Linguisa and Chudis, an easy and delicious meal starring your family's favorite. Gaspar's is just what you and your family need after your hard day. 
Made with lean cuts of quality meats and authentic natural spices, Gaspar's lends a special flavor to so many of your family's favorites. Spaghetti, chili, pizza, sandwiches, omelets, baked beans, soups, so much more. Gaspar's comes in slices, franks, cocktail bites, and the traditional sausage. And Gaspar's linguisa and chorizo are readily available at all major supermarkets. For all the flavor with less fat and calories, try Gaspar's turkey linguisa and chorizo. Gaspar's for over 95 years. It's the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. I'm Bobby Flay and I'm dining out with Bruce Newberry. So I've spoken, and many of you know my dear friend Edzio, Edzio Gentile, who is a great chef, had a beloved restaurant for a long time, many years, and now is cooking for select groups of people. And he was again at Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath, night before last, and he presented a brand new dish called Chicken Abruzzi. Now, that's where Edzio's from the Abruzzi region, and uh, it's called Chicken Abruzzi, and in simple terms, it is a white chicken cacciatore. Oh, by the way, red sauce, the uh, sauce of tomate, is one of the mother sauces, by the way, related to hollandaise. Anyway, the white is not, but it was delightful. It was delicious, and uh, you can find out more about it at italyontheplate.com, and uh, if you would like to talk to Chef Ezio about taking his tour this summer in Italy, visit his uh, Italy on the Plate website and uh, find out about his Italian cooking holiday. Not hollandaise, holiday. Yes. Hey, by the way, speaking of holiday, we're kind of planning our summer holiday deal here. And uh, Dining Out with Bruce Newberry is now booking summer and fall locations. So we would love to come to your event. Uh, we would love to get acquainted with you at your restaurant and broadcast live and to bring a lot of foodies who uh, would love to find out more about your restaurant as well. So if you would like to host the Dining Out with Bruce Newberry program live on the radio one of these weekends, just reach out bruce at brucenewberry.com. We are happy to talk to you and uh, bring the show to wherever you happen to be. We've got some plans in the making, no doubt about it. So uh, we are here in Newport, in Middletown, Rhode Island, this weekend, and so is Food & Wine. Now, Food & Wine magazine hosts the Newport Mansion's Wine & Food Festival every September. So no strangers are they, but in the... May issue, the travel issue, they call it Island Time. And one of the islands that they visit is Newport, Rhode Island for stuffies. Now, they call them clam stuffies because, well, it's not automatic that you just know that a stuffy has clams in it. Quahogs, to be exact. Clamshells generously filled with the quahog meat, the Ocean State's official shellfish, and uh, the the meat is blended with 
spicy Portuguese sausage and a stuffing recipe. And it's stuffed back into the quahog shell and then roasted. And it is delicious. It is a must-eat at just about every... For us parents, the end of the workday signals the beginning of our other full-time job, the care and feeding of our family. When everybody comes home and everybody's hungry, you can smile when you hear those three little words, what's for dinner? Because you know you've got Gaspar's on hand. Gaspar's Linguisa and Chudiz, an easy and delicious meal starring your family's favorite. Gaspar's is just what you and your family need after your hard day. Made with lean cuts of quality meats and authentic natural spices, Gaspar's lends a special flavor to so many of your family's favorites. Spaghetti, chili, pizza, sandwiches, omelets, baked beans, soups, so much more. Gaspar's comes in slices, franks, cocktail bites, and the traditional sausage. And Gaspar's linguisa and churis are readily available at all major supermarkets. For all the flavor with less fat and calories, try Gaspar's turkey linguisa and churis. Gaspar's for over 95 years. It's the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. Join Nairobi and your neighbors for HMEA's 18th annual Incredible Walk, Run, and All-Day Family Fun 5K. Sunday, May 19th at Dell, 50 Constitution Boulevard, Franklin, Mass. Register at 8.30 a.m., the walk starts at 10, and Kids Fun Run is at 11.30. Enjoy prizes, food, t-shirts, and kids' activities. All to help HMEA help people with disabilities and their families. Sunday, May 19th at Dell, 50 Constitution Boulevard. For info, visit Cardi's.com. Are you hungry? Bruce, you're making us hungry. I am dining out. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. You're a food dude. I'm very happy to be here dining out with Bruce Newberry here in Rhode Island. That should be your name, the food dude. Hello again. Welcome back to the tastiest talk show on the radio. Here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, we're here in the corner at the end of the counter at the Blue Plate Diner here in Middletown. With lots and lots of friends, oh man, the graduation celebrations are underway here, I will tell you, no, no doubt, and everybody's having a great time, it is so gorgeous, and uh, can't help but just be in a great mood. The Food Truck Festival rages on, and we had a check-in with Janet a few minutes ago, and how's it going out there? Well, it is uh, just Incredible, beautiful weather, great crowds, and the, the Frisky Fries truck. We're kind of partial to the Frisky Fries truck around here. And one of the signature dishes, Frisky Fries is all fries all the time. <laughs> what more do you need in life? And one of the signatures is the Miss Potato Head. With, of course, you start out with a heaping helping of freshly fried fries. The crinkle fries, by the way, because they hold stuff better. Topped with local sour cream, smoked applewood bacon, fresh chive, sharp cheddar. Yum. Now, there are all, all manner of variations on this. There is a poutine that is authentic out of the Frisky Fries truck. And there are also, as uh, Ted and I were talking about, there is a brick-and-mortar, doesn't-move, version of frisky fries a couple of them around so it is food truck season no question and uh, i'm saying that a lot today but it is food truck season kicked off last night on the streets the hipster section in burlington and the arts riot food truck 
was the star of the show. Now, did you know that it was a Wonder Bread truck in its life? <laughs> Back in the day, when I was a young warthog talk show host, was I a disc jockey or was I a talk show host? I was a talk show host. And the radio station for which I toiled mightily, if in relative obscurity, had a vehicle that we would take out on the road and do remote broadcast like I'm doing now. This is my entire life. But then you needed a truck. You needed a live truck. And so the management of the radio station at the time overpaid considerably for this specially built, custom designed mobile unit. And it looked like not a Wonder Bread truck, but a Sunbeam Bread truck. That blue, you remember the blue wrapper of the Sunbeam Bread wrapper? And there was no little girl eating bread and butter on the side of it. But we referred to it as the bread truck. It is now, well, it's probably now uh, gathering rust in some boneyard if there's any mercy in the world. But it ended up in Pennsylvania somewhere. But we called it from the day it wandered in until the day it left, the bread truck. So uh, I got a charge out of the fact the Arts Riot food truck used to be a wonder bread truck. But the question is, what was the star of the show? Was it the pot stickers? Was it the Kung Pao triple medley? Now, they bring that out when they cater. And or the famous signature 400 burger. That's the big question. So everybody's having a great time out at the food truck festival, wherever it happens to be. It is also the oyster festival going on in Newport, in Newport, Rhode Island. And I thought we would have a little taste of a couple of the homegrown oysters because everybody sort of glosses it over. And I, I have to find out why. I don't know if Perry Rasso, the, one of the leading oyster uh, farmers and aquaculture folks around would be able to answer this or whether I need uh, I, I'm not sure who could actually give me an, an answer on this, but whenever you hear about oysters and you hear about a raw bar, that's all you hear about. You never hear about the nuance of the flavor of these oysters. You just hear about, oh, well, we've got a raw bar, and they're fresh, and they're right out of the water, and they're this and they're that. And, I mean, is it avoidance therapy? Is that we, I don't know. They have a lot to recommend them. And if you get into the flavor profiles of some of these, they're really quite complex. So I thought we would spend a little time and taste a couple of them today. Rome Point which is an actual place. I love food and wine with a story, and I love food and wine with a sense of place. And when you can pinpoint the location where the food comes from, uh, I, I just love it, and it just makes the food better, doesn't it? Rome Point. Rome Point Oysters. They have, according to the, the oyster aquaculture proprietors of Rome Point, they have a salty start and a sweet finish. Many of these oysters do have sweetness in their flavor profile, but the fellows, the blanks who started Rome Point, recommend that you cook them on the grill. Yes, it is that time of the year. Finally, we have a beautiful day wherever you are. It is gorgeous. And uh, so get the grill going and be adventurous. I mentioned some of you heard our announcement for Dave's Marketplace, and Dave's is all about getting ready for the grill. And yeah, they have the, the ribs and the steaks and seafood and everything that you like in the grill. But be adventurous. There's some romaine lettuce, fresh Jersey romaine lettuce that is on sale this week at Dave's. 
it goes great on the grill. Yes, you get it going on a hot grill and just mark it. And it adds some depth. It adds some crunch. And it adds a very, very pleasant smoky flavor to a salad. Or you can put it on top of a sandwich or what have you. Be adventurous. It adds a little, almost a, a, a clam bake type flavor, you know, with the rockweed and everything. And which reminds me, if you have missed my chat with Lou Perella about the anatomy of a clam bake, especially those who may be listening inland, we'll have that for you before the end of the hour. We're going to be back at Lou Perella's next weekend. The bake is on the Father's Day weekend, which is not terribly far away. So how do you grill these oysters? Get a grill grate. And there was someone that was actually marketing one of those. You can find them in the specialty food uh, websites and better kitchen shops and so on. It's a triangle piece of metal that has, well, it, look, it almost looks like a, uh, a billiard rack. It looks like it would be something on which you would store billiard balls. And it has... Uh, eight or 10 or so or 12 cutout rectangles in which you place the shellfish. You put the quahogs, the clams, the little necks, the oysters. And you put them in, put them over the grill. You can do it indirect. You can do it hot. You want to be have about a medium grill going, whether it's gas or whether you're using wood or coal or whatever. And just in, put them in just as you get them from the market until they open. And then you put your flavor in there. You put your butter, you put your flavored butter, your hot sauce, your squeeze of lime, whatever it is that you're going to end up with. And they are delicious. One more. Okay. Yeah. In case we run out of time later on Potter moon oysters. Now Potter's pond is a, a, a saltwater pond. That is a kind of a tidal pond down on the Southern shore of Rhode Island, almost, almost to Connecticut. And it's adjacent to Matunic, which is the home of Perry Rasso, one of the premier aquaculturists and oyster farmers and so forth. So from Potter's Pond come Potter Moon oysters. And these are on the smaller side. They're sweet. There's that sweet word again and delicate, but with a fresh salt flavor. So there you are a little taste of the oysters. And as I say, I am scratching my head the more that I get into this about why it is that we don't spend more time talking about the taste of these oysters the way that we do with the taste of so many other things. Like we're going to talk about Nashville hot chicken in a few minutes. Our question du jour is about the difference between hollandaise and bernaise. One of them uses vinegar. Both of them have very similar ingredients. One has more ingredients than the other, and one uses vinegar. I'll have the answer, if you don't know, in just about 15 minutes here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. And uh, in just a few minutes, we're going to uh, talk more about Granny Squib. This is that organic iced tea that we did tasting notes on in the last hour. And it's delicious. It is organic. It is made in Rhode Island, available all over New England and New York. And uh, it has an Olympic connection, and it has a music connection. I'll tell you more about that in just a minute or two here. Oh, we also want to talk about the Portuguese food. 
because, again, it happens every couple of years, quite frankly. Portuguese food is hot. And you know what I mean. It is the state of the art right now. In fact, one of the another of the award-winning chefs this year, and we've talked to her many, many times in the past, she's a leading chef again on the West Coast, and she is about to open a new restaurant, and all the food press is all over her and wants to know what her thoughts are and her recipes and what she's going to be creating next. And she says, I've got it, I've got it, this is going to be the latest, the greatest. It's Portuguese food. <laughs> and again, in New Bedford, Massachusetts, the Gaspar family sits there and says, thanks. It only took you 95 years because the Gaspars have known how good Portuguese cuisine is, like so many other traditions and uh, maybe yours as well. But if you have not tried Portuguese sausage, it is going to be a welcome addition to your cookout. It's going to be a welcome addition to your pasta sauce, to your omelet, to your sub, to whatever it is that you are cooking. Gaspars, it's great on a charcuterie plate. It's made from a 95-year-old family recipe. Lean cuts of quality meats, authentic natural spices. There are things like paprika in there. It is a mild sausage. The linguisa is anyway. If you prefer spicy, and maybe after you try the linguisa, you want to get a little adventurous, try chorizo, which is spelled chorico but it's pronounced chorizo. It is Portuguese, and it's delicious, and it's available at all major supermarkets. Gaspar's for 95 years. It's the Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. We're here at the Blue Plate Diner at 665 West Main Road, Middletown, Middletown, Rhode Island, the finer diner, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Wonderful Cov, where the weekend starts on Wednesday with Alexis Lee entertaining along with those half-price bottles of wine and the great bistro menu each and every day. You can have calamari, you can have crostini, small bites, the famous crab cake, a steak, risotto, a bunch of different ways, even a black bean burger. The famous brunch on weekends. It's beautiful, sparkling Cov. In downtown Providence, the most beautiful restaurant in Rhode Island. Make a reservation on open table. Amazing Cov. Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath will create a dream space you'll love. Award-winning designers will just flat out open your eyes. So make plans to come to an upcoming seminar. And if you'd like to expand your knowledge while getting inspired to change your space, attend the RIKB Cooking Workshops with instructor and master chef Walter Potenza. The next one is coming up in June. It's all about the sauce. Register today. Space is limited. RIKB.com. We're broadcasting live from the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro and at Dave's Fresh Marketplace. It's time to fire up the grill. We have waited too long. Let's get out there and Dave's has it all with a great meat sale. Everything from 86% lean ground beef patties to ribeye steak, marinated pork tenderloins, country style pork spare ribs. But when we think grilling, we think more than the usual New Jersey fresh romaine lettuces on sale. Yes, on the grill. Try it. It's amazing. And Backyard Farms on the Vine Cluster Tomatoes, SNF Chef Sauces, The Drinks, The Cheese, The Rolls, and Rhode Island's own Grace's Stuffies, too. Dave's Marketplace is right there for you to stock up for all of those parties, too. Graduations, Dave's Catering, and Dave's Prepared Foods. In the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro, Dave's is fresh, Dave's is familiar, 
Dave's is Rhode Island. Your Panera Bread Bakery Cafe has it. Visit PaneraBread.com. My new favorite thing is the sea salt focaccia that is on many sandwiches from Panera Bread. I had last night the Frontega chicken, and it always comes on the sea salt focaccia. What just a wonderful little hit of saltiness. So, so good. A little crunch right there. And you know what? You can almost wish for it, and it'll show up at your house with Panera's delivery. Your Panera Bread Bakery Cafe has it. Visit PaneraBread.com. Panera Bread Bakery Cafes in Rhode Island and Connecticut and Massachusetts owned and operated by the Holly Bread Group. I am Jacques Pepin, uh, here from uh, Connecticut, and I'm here dining out with the Bruce Newberry. Yeah, we're going to get to that Nashville hot chicken in mere moments here. But can I spend a little more time with those blue plate bennies? As long as we're here at the Blue Plate Diner, there are half a dozen of them, all with breakfast potatoes. And uh, it'll lead us to our answer for this week's question du jour. There's a Southwest Eggs Benedict with Shuddy's hash, poached eggs, spicy Shuddy's, hollandaise, pico de gallo, on top of jalapeno cheddar cornbread, which is so good even all by itself, but even better, on that Benedict. There's the Portuguese Benedict, which has everything but the uh, cornbread and the pico. It's on an English muffin, and it's your classic. It's your eggs, it's your Shadiz hash, and the hollandaise on a artisan muffin, by the way. Ted sources those English muffins very, very carefully. There's the classic crow's nest, your poached eggs and your corned beef hash. There's the classic with the Canadian bacon and the eggs and the hollandaise. There's the lobster Benedict with not only lobster, but avocado on an English muffin. And the veggie, poached eggs, tomato, avocado, spinach, and hollandaise. Well, it's veggie and not vegan because hollandaise has egg yolk and lemon juice and melted butter and salt and pepper and paprika. Now, some people will swap out the paprika for cayenne. Bernays, on the other hand, egg yolk and butter, but it is cut through with vinegar flavored with tarragon and shallots and black pepper. And there's a school of thought that says uh, peppercorns are the order of the day for the Bernays. The Hollandaise is the mother and the Bernays is the child. And it adds up to an old song by Paul Simon. And there you are. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. Had a wonderful time visiting with 
great Olympic champion Elizabeth Beisel, and our dear friend Kelly McShane, and we talked tea. Granny Squibbs iced tea that we've been talking about for a while. No stranger around here, but we have some iced tea news. And uh, here to tell us about it is our friend from Granny Squibbs, uh, Kelly McShane, and it's nice to see you. It's so good to see you. Thank you for having me here. Welcome. This is terrific, and it's always good to see you because you always bring Great refreshing iced tea. <laughs> and today we have an announcement. We do. We actually have two big announcements, which is very exciting. Um, number one is our new cans. We're actually coming out with 12 ounce cans that will be available June 15th for purchase. Nice. And um, we're coming out with three flavors. We have uh, Sally's Lemon Sweetened. We have Lemon Unsweetened and then Cranberry Sweetened. Yes. And they're really, they're really is and was a granny squib, and we'll tell you her story in a minute. Uh, so that is uh, number one. And number two is? Yeah, and actually this is so exciting for us, but we are going to be the official iced tea of the Newport Folk Festival this year. Whoa. Which is just unbelievable for right? us. It's an incredible opportunity to get our name out there and to align ourselves with a brand that believes in bringing people together and supporting our community and having fun. It's really just a slam dunk for us. And so we're when, honored when you're seeing the musicians, if you're there, or if you see pictures or you watch a video or whatever, you're going to see right there on the stage, granny squibs. <laughs> yeah. Iced tea. yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have, um, a big tasting unit. It's going to be a mobile retail unit, kind of like a food truck that we'll be doing tastings from. And you, um, can also purchase the cans from there. Also, all the other vendors at Fort Adams will be selling Granny Squibs. Nice. We're also going to be donating uh, our iced tea to the artists and the volunteers. So hopefully you'll see it everywhere. Terrific. Isn't that a great way to get this Rhode Island original out there to the world? <laughs> and it is available. <laughs> it is available outside Rhode Island. It is. It is. We have distribution throughout New England. You can find us in Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, Massachusetts, New York, uh, Connecticut, Excellent. and Rhode Island. And of course, here in Rhode Island, you can find Granny Squibs as you have from day one at Dave's Marketplace. Yes, Dave's Marketplace has been an incredible partner to us. You can find all of our flavors. We have lemon, mojito, lime, and cranberry both sweetened and unsweetened versions in all of their stores. Yeah, and uh, you're going to get a special chance to have a taste of Granny Squibbs iced tea, get a look at the cans, and uh, meet somebody. <laughs> Absolutely. So at the Dave's in Wickford, with what's going to be no less than a pop-up cafe, a little kind of a tea cafe going on, you can meet Rhode Island's own Olympian Elizabeth Beisel, who happens to be on the line with us. Elizabeth, nice to have you with us. Hey, guys. How are you guys doing this morning? Good, good. Hi, Kelly Elizabeth. Hi, Kelly. <laughs> how you doing? Kelly's official in the studio now. I'm great. How are you guys? I'm good. Me. I'm good. Very, very good. So nice to have you with us and so exciting to have you at Dave's. I am so excited to be there. I got involved with Granny Squares because of their partnership with Save the Bay and as all of Rhode Island knows I'm super passionate about swimming and the ocean and being a partner with Save the Bay. So 
It was a really natural and just amazing partnership. And I'm so happy to be working and helping out with Granny Squibs and the Rhode Island family because we're a small family, but we got to stick together. So we'll be at Dave's on Saturday and would love for everybody to be there. Yes, and uh, looking forward to seeing you. So you'll be in front of uh, the Dave's in Wickford in the pop-up tea cafe now is exactly. this the vehicle this is a vehicle you can actually walk in you can there'll be shelves with the tea we'll be tasting the tea if you go in to dave's and buy an iced tea then you can come out we'll give you a free iced tea there'll be giveaways we'll have t-shirts and hats and maybe some folk festival tickets i don't oh, know wow. and then there'll be a photo booth you can take pictures with the awesome awesome elizabeth she's the best you guys should all come and just meet this woman she's amazing yeah. And yeah, we're just going to be having fun. There'll be tables out so you can sit and and hang out. Fantastic. With the official iced tea of the Newport Folk Festival, Granny Squibbs Iced Tea. Elizabeth, how long are you at Dave's? I will be at Dave's for as long as I want to be at Dave's <laughs> the entire time. She's going to be there for the weekend. You know I, mean? I will stay at Dave's the entire weekend if I could. I <laughs> love getting to place. I live there where I do all my shopping, so. You can find me for the entire weekend. <laughs> That's so awesome. It's going to be such a party. We're going to have a lot of fun. One of our homes away from home, we broadcast regularly from the Dave's in Wickford and just such nice people there. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So be sure to stop if you're anywhere near the Dave's in Wickford all day and meet Olympic champion Elizabeth Beisel, who is there for Granny Squibbs Iced Tea. So tell me, you two, you just mentioned very, very quickly that you had gotten together through Save the Bay. Now tell us about yeah. that. So so Granny Squibbs has been supporting Save the Bay for years. And last year um, was the first year that my partner and I, Nick Carr, were part of the company. And we did the Save the Bay swim. And that's the nice. first time that I saw Elizabeth Beisel up there giving her speech, her motivational speech, and I got so pumped. And so last year, Elizabeth actually came in first in the swim. I came in, gosh, 280th or maybe 380th. <laughs> I don't know. But I actually want to use this time on the air to officially challenge you, Elizabeth, to the swim this year. Uh -oh. I've been training. <laughs> I got it. Yikes. Okay, Kelly. <laughs> the challenge has been answered. The challenge has been issued and answered. I'm going to be doggy paddling behind you. You the earphones first, folks. <laughs> All right. Now, when is the Save the Bay Swim? The Save the Bay Swim is actually the same weekend as the Newport Folk Festival. It's July 27th this year. So I'll be swimming and then heading right over to Fort Adams to serve some iced tea. All right, Elizabeth, you're going to be in the water. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm accepting the challenge, and I'm ready to celebrate afterwards yes. with the Granny Swims iced tea. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> That's great. So watch for Kelly and Elizabeth and a whole bunch of other people swimming Narragansett Bay in Rhode Island uh, the weekend of the Newport Folk Festival. And that's uh, going to be great. We'll, it's going to be a great weekend. And we'll have you guys on to see uh, how you did and how the <laughs> challenge went afterwards, okay? Awesome. Terrific. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, you have nothing to worry about. So uh, if you're headed to visit with Elizabeth at Wickford, uh, at the Daves in Wickford, uh, make sure that uh, you've got some advice on how to swim the bay. She needs all the help she can get. So <laughs> just uh, it, you'll have to motivate the motivator, Elizabeth, right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Suggestions are welcome. Okay. That's a great strategy. Too. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> suggestions are welcome. So we'll look for you and uh, lots of advice and lots of great iced tea, lots of refreshment at the Dave's in Wickford all day uh, at the Dave's in Wickford. Get a look at the new Granny Squibs iced tea in the can. And it's now the official iced tea of the Newport Folk Festival. Elizabeth Beisel, always great to talk to you. We're going to talk to you after the challenge and see how you did. Yeah, good. We'll have a follow-up. <laughs> all right, we will. We will do just that. that. Thanks very, very much, Elizabeth Beisel. All the best to you. And uh, that is a taste of what is happening at Dave's in Wickford. So, Kelly McShane, we can find Granny Squibs beside Dave's. Where can we find uh, Granny Squibs in northern New England? Because we've got some folks listening to us in the north today. Uh, well, we have a ton of places. We have rocks. You can also find us at Whole Foods. Uh up in New England and at Wegmans. And if you check out our website, which is www.grannysquib.com, there's a whole list of all the um, restaurants and delis and groceries in your area. Fantastic. We are here in the Blue Plate Diner. Let's have some chicken, some hot chicken. Now, hot chicken is, is a specialized dish. It is called palate stinging it is called soul enriching it is spicy fried chicken and there are a few variations on the theme here so if you see hot chicken it doesn't mean that it's just a particular way some restaurants uh, put it in hot oil some uh, make the lard that they fry the chicken and yes that's still a thing they make it brick red by cayenne pepper or other spices or powdered peppers. Some use a shake with cayenne pepper and a mixture of spices. Some use all of the above, but it is happening. There is a hot chicken place that has opened up in the area, and there are a lot of places. I think someone had hot chicken on their restaurant week menu, if I'm not mistaken. And of all places, a hotbed of Nashville hot chicken is Los Angeles. Why wouldn't it be called Los Angeles chicken? I don't know. In the last three years, going to the LA Times, more than two dozen hot chicken restaurants and pop-ups and food trucks have opened in the land of La, with names like Angry Birds, Raging Hot, Hotties, Chips and Chicks, Red Chicks, Blazing Hot, Blazing Hens, <laughs> one that I can't really say, Hawaiian Hot Chicken, Flamin' Hot Chicken, Holy hot chicken. And the descriptor Nashville hot is now even used for more than just chicken. There is Nashville hot shrimp. There's even Nashville hot quail. <laughs> and one place that is considered, at least the food writer of the LA Times considers it to be the kind of quintessential hot chicken mecca in Los Angeles is a place called Hotville. And it's run by a lady from Nashville named Kim Prince. And she uses the lard and goes right, right down the middle with the authentic stuff. So um, who knew? Now, when you go to Nashville, do you get Los Angeles chicken? I don't know. We don't know. But uh, it could well be the taste of the summer. We're kind of waiting to see what's going to shake itself up. I think that iced tea may well be the drink of the summer. Next week on the uh, Dining Out with Bruce Newberry program, we will talk about some other drinks of the summer. Is this going to be another rosé summer? We'll have to see. Or will there be another spirit or another 
cocktail or wine or something that's going to keep us cool this summer. We hope we get enough days so that we will need something to keep us cool. That's for sure. Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath presents another cooking workshop with instructor and master chef Walter Potemse. He was on Guy's Grocery Games and uh, he is a Food Network winner. And there are educational workshops, seminars with hands-on participation in the state-of-the-art kitchen at Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath. Now, this is the place that is the Design Build Award winner with the personal design build process. So if you have a place that needs some remodeling, well, it's not something you enter into lightly. So make sure that you have a design builder who's with you every step of the way, and Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath streamlines the process every time. But how about that cooking workshop? Now, maybe you got introduced to Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath by seeing a great chef like Walter Potenza or Ezio Gentile or any number of chefs who have come through, put on a demonstration in the showcase kitchen, and you got to dreaming, and the next thing you knew, you had one. Well, this is a place where you can have flavors and knowledge. And you know what? There's not even any pressure on you to have a kitchen installed. You will pay for some materials and the time and so on. So it's a separate hands-on workshop. The next one is June the 20th, and it's a sauce workshop. You'll learn how to make two great pasta sauces in less than 20 minutes using seasonal ingredients and authentic procedures and paired with appropriate pasta. You know what? The night gets late. It could be some inappropriate pasta. The pasta may do something inappropriate. We don't know. But come to Rhode Island Kitchen and Bath. Register today at RIKB.com. The workshop has limited space available, so register soon. June 20th can be here before you know it. And get all the prices and info at RIKB.com. We're here in the Broadcast Bistro. I'm at the end of the counter of the Blue Plate Diner where I belong. And so nice to be with you on this beautiful graduation weekend. Best of luck, class of 2019. You're dining out with Bruce Newberry. One of my favorite parts about dining out at Perella's Restaurante in Warren is listening to Lou's stories behind some of his favorite menu items and yours. A very good friend of mine, Dan Jackson, who owned Pete and Flo's down in Island Park, put his Red Seafood Special in and I put my Red Seafood Special in. The pasta challenge, I won, he came in second, and that's how we became friends. But <laughs> ten years later, Dan finally shared his recipe for that Little Necks clam sauce It has fresh mushrooms mushrooms, baby shrimp, has regular shrimp, charisse, which is a big part of it, so known throughout the East, it yeah. makes it pop, and the Northern Exposure is one of our weekend special board specials right on our menu regularly. Ask for the Northern Exposure with a little story on the side at Perella's Restaurante, 311 Medicom Avenue in Warren, Rhode Island, 401-245-0150. Make sure you mention you heard Bruce Newberry talking about Perella's Restaurante. Hi, my name's Rick Sylvia. I'm the specialty food buyer here at Dave's Marketplace. Our job is to go out and find those healthy items for our customers. One of the largest growing trends is gluten-free items. So here at Dave's Marketplace, what we've done is we've gone out and found as many of those items as possible for our customers. They have to be gluten-free. One of the reasons I love Dave's is because you have so many things that I can eat. We've increased the uh, number of non-GMO items every week 
in our stores. The old saying goes, music is the food of love. If you're a music lover, Robert's Music R.I. is the place you should be. If you've rediscovered your music, if you're a professional, if you have a music student in your home, you and they will love Robert's Music. Instruments, rentals, repairs, supplies, lessons, 18 teachers specializing in the instruments they teach. Music educators rely on Robert's. So can you. RobertsMusicRI.com, Robert's Musical Instruments in the Quaker Valley Mall. Well, we've got a sizzling grill here, and yours will be sizzling before long at your broadcast bistro, and I hope that somewhere in that cookout this weekend you're going to include some gas bars because nothing says good times like gas bars, linguiça and chorizo sizzling hot on your grill. It's summertime because the Gaspar family knows how to make these amazing sausages seasoned just right, made with lean cuts of quality meats. Has been since 1923 in southern New England. So simple, just slice Gaspar's linguiça or chorizo in half lengthwise, get them going on a good hot grill, serve on a great roll, there's Gaspar's Linguisa. It's hearty. Gaspar's Chorizo. It's hot. Linguisa dog, Chorizo dogs, Andouille sausage, turkey linguisa, kielbasa. Build a whole cookout around Gaspar's. And so many families do and don't even think of having a clam bake or clam boil without Gaspar's. The Portuguese sausage that the whole world can enjoy. <laughs> I'm Lydia Bastianich, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. I have another oyster in your world. We've been kind of taking a little tour of the oyster bar here. Raw bar, if you will, are to be enjoyed. And, uh, you know, it is definitely, definitely worth your while to spend some time with these wonderful oysters. So let's do so with another one. This is uh, one of the signature ones here in Rhode Island. It's called Walrus and Carpenter. And there's some poetry there. You can look that up on your own time. This is not the poetry hour. It's the food dude hour. Uh, but the walrus and carpenter have been uh, one of the one of the signature brands and and farmers and harvesters of oyster for a while. They're described. There's a couple of different varieties. We'll talk about the original, briny up front. Briny is that the same as salty? Interesting question. Not quite sure. I suppose that's a subjective subjective quality. Briny up front with a buttery finish. So perhaps something to vary your your oyster tasting or your oyster slurping in. Very, very interesting. The Washington Post the other day had dispatched a reporter to Providence to find her way around and find her way through the city. And, and among other things, she ate and drank her way through the city as well. And the writer visited Nick's on Broadway, which is a good place to visit. And he's opening a new place in downtown Providence called Nick's on Westminster. Derek Wagner is the chef proprietor. And a couple of the, couple of the items that were kind of 
must-eats were the roasted mushroom and oat fritter or the chicken pate with pickles, hot mustard, and char-grilled brioche. Yeah, don't overlook the grilled bread. You know, we've been talking a lot about getting out and grilling. And one of the kind of chef touches, and this is interesting because we've been talking about so many different aspects of dining out. Uh, Ted and I got into the whole Instagram, dining by Instagram phenomenon that seems to be going on today. Everybody takes pictures of their food. In fact, I'm just looking at uh, a group of people getting their <laughs> getting their food here at the Blue Plate Diner. They can't see me. Uh, and uh, I'm just waiting for somebody to, to whip out a, a phone. Yeah, I think I see a phone. And uh, someone is photographing the brunch already. So it's what we do. We take pictures of the food. It doesn't happen until we posted it on our social media. And among certain people, I mean, it's just the thing, hey, we're here and you, you know, you've seen it. Hey, so-and-so is feeling good because I'm at the Blue Blade Diner or Cobb or at, uh, at uh, uh, our house or what have you. But the, the other side of the phenomenon, and it could be along generational lines, is that foodies today are starting to perhaps make comparisons, maybe they're even unconscious comparisons, to what the food that's in front of them that they've just photographed and posted to Instagram compares to the same dish created by another chef or photographed by a friend in some other city, and they're making comparisons. And almost to the point of, well, how come yours looks better than mine or, or whatnot? And uh, the question is out there, well, are we now cooking or some of these chefs cooking for Instagram? And as Ted pointed out this morning, well, you know what? In a way, they always did. But the interesting thing about the uh, photography is that, well, that it happens, first of all, all the time. So uh, there is there is that going on. No question about it. Um, now, do... People photograph, and why am I asking? Of course they do. People photograph everything. People photograph a traffic light. The people photograph things like a clam bake. Well, sure, they take video of a clam bake because there's so much going on and the process is so engaging and you actually can see it's a spectacle. It's something to look at. It's something you don't see every day, but it has a purpose, as we will find out momentarily when we talk with Lou Perella and he takes us through step by step the anatomy of a clam bake leading up to the big Father's Day clam bake that's going to take place. So more on that momentarily. Can I conjure up another family member from the Imbriglio family? Sure. The authentic gourmet pizzas from the new Imbriglio's Pizzeria Napolitana which honors the Imbriglio family, which was how the Sardella family started out back in New Jersey in 1890. And uh, the Imbriglio family is there. The recipes of Ricardo Imbriglio influenced these pizzas and other items. And uh, the kids and everybody has a hand in things. Josefina is the pepperoni with San Marzano tomatoes, fresh mozzarella, fresh basil, pepperoni, Parmigiano-Reggiano, and extra virgin olive oil. Now, you order 
at Imbriglio's or at your table at Sardella's. The pizza oven is next door at Imbriglio's, and it's all a process that involves the whole family. So if you're headed there for a graduation celebration, make sure that you get both sides of the house. A great Imbriglio's pizza from Imbriglio's uh, Pizzeria Aristo Bar at Sardella's. For uh, almost 40 years now at Memorial Boulevard West in Newport. We're here in the Dave's Marketplace Broadcast Bistro. We're live at the end of the counter here at the Blue Plate Diner at 665 West Main Road in Middletown, Middletown, Rhode Island. But there are Vermont plates in the lot. <laughs> and, and Ted, the proprietor, is a happy man. And you, you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. Hurry in to One Stop True Value for everything you need to make your grilling season sizzle. Right now, a two-pack of 20-pound bags of Kingsford Charcoal Briquettes is only $17.99 while supplies last. These briquettes are made from all natural ingredients for that smoky flavor that barbecue lovers crave. Don't miss this great bargain of the month right now at One Stop True Value, Connell High. Way Newport. When you think of Volvo, you probably think safety and style. We just think about you. Hi, I'm Jim Gray, president of the VD Automotive Group. Now at VD, lease the new 2019 Volvo S60 T5 Momentum for only $349 a month for 36 months. $36.49 due at signing. See dealer for details. Offer ends 531. And with our free service pickup, free delivery, and free loaner vehicles, it's always VD and you. Visit VD Volvo Cars Tiverton at VDVolvo.com. Dave's Marketplace is all about the food. People who love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who don't love to cook love to shop at Dave's Marketplace. People who appreciate value and people who appreciate values like honesty and respect. Respect for local growers and local businesses, local providers of better food. Dave's is all about the food. If you ask anyone who shops at Dave's Marketplace, even someone who's just shopped at Dave's once, they'll tell you they expect a little more from their supermarket. But be honest, do you know anyone who's shopped at Dave's Marketplace only once? Dave's Marketplace. Better food. Better service. Better people. Everyone who shops at Dave's has a favorite helpful Dave's associate that they love to brag about. Locally owned and operated since 1969. And Dave's is more than just food with Les Isle Rose, Dave's floral basket and gift shop next to Dave's Marketplace East Greenwich store. Did you know that Custom House Coffee in Middletown launched a second brand called Veteran Coffee Roasters? Does it use the same great coffee beans they use every day? I've been brewing it at home for years and love it. Yes, same beans, but new blends like Recon Roast and Bosun's Blend. So why a new brand? Well, Bob Mastin, the owner of Custom House Coffee, is a Vietnam vet. He wanted to do something to help veterans and had the great idea of Veteran Coffee Roasters, where a dollar per pound goes directly to Wounded Warrior Project, Operation Stand Down RI, and other worthy veteran causes. Can anyone buy the coffee? And where else other than the Aquidneck Avenue location can I buy it? You can buy online at VeteranCoffeeRoasters.com. I'm in. What's better than supporting veterans and drinking delicious coffee? There's wholesale pricing too, so you can buy for your office. Go to VeteranCoffeeRoasters.com for information. Veteran Coffee Roasters available at Clements Market in Portsmouth, the Navy Exchange in Newport and Groton, McQuaid's Market, and Rock's Fresh Food.
I'm Tiffany Faison, and you're dining out with Bruce Newberry. We are coming to your neck of the woods. And if you would like to host a broadcast of the Dining Out with Bruce Newberry program at your restaurant, your event featuring your food truck, well, why not just reach out? We're happy to talk to you about uh, coming and broadcasting live from your location and bringing quite a few foodies with us as well. It's Bruce at BruceNewberry.com. May I spell that for you? B-R-U-C-E. N-E-W-B-U-R-Y. Panera Bread would like to come along with you wherever you happen to be as we head for summer. Just uh, visit PaneraBread.com, order up, tell Panera where you are, and you'll get delivered. Delivery not available in all locations. The Howley Bread Group runs and operates the Panera Bread Bakery Cafes in Rhode Island, Massachusetts, and Connecticut. We're here in the Broadcast Bistro here at the Blue Plate. And, uh, you know, we are better than halfway through the month of May. June is around the corner. And that means grads and more grads and dads. And this year, that means uh, clam bake for dad. Lou Perella has details. So, Lou, we've got the big, big bake on Father's Day again this year. Captain Vinny's clam bake. We, uh, it's going to be our second annual. We did it last year. We had about 100 people, and it was uh, it, it was just everybody loved it. So we're going to do it. We're, we're Actually, we did it at uh, a, an off-site location, but we're going to do it right here at the restaurant. We're going to build a pit in the back parking lot. And, and uh, Fire Chief Gallinelli, he, he helped us last year. You know, it was Father's Day, and they came down, and they – they did it under me. I, I've always done boils. I've never done bakes. And the chief was there, and, and he said, uh, I, he said, you see the steam in the back of the top? You know, it was starting to fill up. And I'm like, I'm saying, I, I didn't understand what he was actually talking about. But then all of a sudden, you saw a little bit of steam coming out of the back. Right. And all of a sudden, it just gushed. And I was like amazed. I said, "What's that? What's that?" He goes, "That's what we're waiting for. That's when the clams open and release release all their liquids, and it's on the stone, so you get the the smoke and the juices. You think you're losing something, but nope. That means that it's time they're ready. Wow! And that's why you need somebody with that oh, eye, just that expertise. You need to, you know, these guys have been doing it with the fire department. Every station, there's like six of them. They all do a." A bake every year, you know. They all have a bake master. Is it usually the chief, or is it just someone there that no, knows? Somebody, just somebody that knows. But yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, Chief Gallinelli's been here for you know many years, and he's probably doesn't goes to all of them. And you know, I don't think anybody I know would have more experience than him. And <laughs> Captain Finney, you know, he he does ours from Engine Three. He's retired, so I snagged him. I said, but he knows. The timing, and he knows what to look for, how to layer everything. Put the rocks down and the right way to stack the wood and how to, you know, let it burn. There's an exact science to it. It's there. Those rocks really play a specific role, as I understand it. And the you're absolutely right. The kind of rock they get out of the from the water. Yes. 
and, more porous than yeah, a, they, your basic rock. Right, and then they they steam and then they crack. I mean, so you can't even, you don't even get to use them again. Right. It's like I said, oh, we'll just we'll get a pile and we'll you know we'll use them every year. He goes, nah, nah, you can't even use them again once they once they bake there, and it's I mean, they wear their full gear when they're pulling that top off. And they need it. Yeah, because it's just you know. I don't even know how hot it is. It's got to be a couple hundred degrees. Oh, all of that, sure. So, well, when you think about these contraption cuisine type things, a pig roast is not entirely unrelated because you've got that, you know, you've got that that fire up there and then it burns down. So you're dealing in some pretty substantial yeah. temperatures yourself. Right. You push it. You know, we push everything to the side and put the pig on a on a tray and put it right in the middle and. Keep feeding the charcoals from the outside, and then this just causes more and more smoke. And you know, after 12, 13 hours, it's we had we actually had someone that called and wanted some stuff for the Fourth of July, and he's like, "Well, can you take the loin out and cut it a certain way?" I go, "There's there's no cutting anything. There's no <laughs> ribs. There's no you cook something for 13 hours, it's gonna it's, it's just gonna kind of fall off, fall apart, yes. right? There's no ribs. There's no." You know, that's that would be more like barbecue. It's over right. pig roast. So now we do barbecue here too, right. but we can do ribs and we can do a separate disciplines. Corn. Right. But he was like thinking you could take the tenderloin out and slice that and put the ribs out. I'm like no. doesn't doesn't quite work no, like that. There's and it doesn't come out till it's done and <laughs> when it comes out no you get all you get is the bones. The finer points of the pig roast and the refined barbecue here. And it's all here at Perella's. So if you want to have a barbecue for yourself, you can come to one of lose or you can talk to them about having one of your own. But make reservations for that big Father's Day clam bake. And, of course, for Mom here at Perella's. And it's going to be a great spring, Lou. Oh, but look, at it. we can't wait. We're just If the weather's anything like it is today, finally, we're, uh, we're going to have a great, a great season. So... We're just looking forward to it. You bet. And we'll be there next week in the corner booth at Perella's. That's our plan at this point to get Memorial Day underway and the season started. My goodness, everything is just uh, all catching up here. So uh, 